Your toes won't hurt. <laughs> One, two, three, and four. Welcome to my so-called healing podcast, where we are always unfiltered and unapologetic. Navigating life's messes as modern-day women. I'm Brooke. And I'm Anna, and we're so glad you're here. Welcome to Welcome. my so-called healing podcast. <laughs> Did you forget totally the name there for a the name. It's like, did we forget our name? I didn't. I was like ready to go, and then I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> Second guess yourself. What am I doing right now in this after in this moment? Am I recording? <laughs> What's happening? What's going on in my life? I have no idea quite literally. <sighs> feels right. It feels right. Beyond disoriented. So listen, you guys are actually like very um, responsive to the last couple episodes, which makes Anna and I very happy that we're able to touch and reach more women who feel the same as we do about the world in general. Yes. And um, we're able to offer little nuggets of, I don't know, lifeline of things that maybe are similar to what you're going through. So we're Mm -hmm. very appreciative for the audience growth and the sharing the episodes and all the things that you guys are doing. Yes. We would love for you to subscribe, continue to subscribe on the website at mysocalledhealing.com. They're linked in the show notes. And also, please head over to the Facebook group. We were more active. Not phenomenally well, but we were more active this <laughs> Anything week. Anything is better than what it was. Than what it was, nothing, yeah. So. And we'll, um, we'll just continue to get more and more active and grow that community. That, for reals, is extremely important to me personally. And mm-hmm. I know Anna shares the, the vision with me. So, um it's important that we build that community and have a little safe space in the nook of the internet for women like us to be able to share openly and safely. Yes. Um, so head over there and join the group. Everything gets linked in the show notes. And um, with that, I think we're talking, we're continuing on what we talked about last week because messy healing seems to be mm-hmm. very um, uh, up front and center with the holidays coming, with the, yeah. with all the chaotic bullshit that's everywhere. The traffic alone is enough to trigger me into some form of violent, rage-filled, like, fury. Yeah. I mean, it's alone is enough to cause oh. me. Uh, where was I going the other day? And I was like, I had Paisley in the car, who's seven, going on 30. But I was like, what the fuck? And she's like, Mom, tons of you're swearing. I'm going to put you in the swear jar. And I'm like, Paisley, not now. Like, there's literally so much. To, oh, we were going on We were going on this one road. But, like, normally at 430, there's not much traffic. And it was bumper to bumper both sides at the whole, like, going left, going right, going straight, or going behind us. No I was like, what, this is yeah. crazy. Holidays. Holidays. Happy holidays. While the merry bells keep ringing. <laughs> Happy holidays. Did you see that TikTok I sent you earlier of the... If you sent it today, the answer is immediately no. I haven't even looked at my text messages today. Yours are still unread because I had to click like the save, like mark unread. because I send you good stuff. Well, correct. And I do end up watching it. It's just not on Anna's timeline, which is a problem for her. Which is (laughs) annoying. But whatever. It's fine. I mean, people are freaking nuts right now. Yeah. Like, I saw somebody, like, accost somebody in the line of a Kroger, and I was like... What happened? Bro, 
I am impatient. I, like, there is nobody. Like, if I have a list in my head and I'm doing it, like, boom, 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 and something blocks Gets me from doing it, yeah. I'm like, <sighs> like, well, and I have to, like, check myself, like, you're in public, you're not, <laughs> what are you doing? But this kid had the register and the, re- you know, like, the self-scans, right, that yeah. are supposed to save time and effort yeah, and energy. Your cats are fighting. <laughs> um, so the kid... Didn't one wasn't working and the light was bump 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 and the person wasn't coming over quick enough for the kid so the kid moved and their stuff <laughs> and this lady about I mean went on a rampage on this kid about etiquette at the U scan and how dare he caught in front of oh look at the line look behind you you're not the only person on the planet I mean it was fucking nuts I'm sorry the kid had a pop. And a bag of ruffles. So it's not like he had no. A he had a pop and a bag of ruffles in this, and he had to be. He was like a bagger, like a cart boy. Mm-hmm. Like he had to be like 14, 15 max. And oh, this lady God. like went on a freaking tirade on him. Yeah, what's that about? I feel like people. I don't know if it's that no one has filters anymore or what the deal is, but I feel like I don't it's know. well. It's and I feel like post COVID, it's like way oh, yeah. amplified. I, quite frankly, even me since post, like since COVID happened, I am not the same person that I was like pre-COVID. Mm-mm. I can't decide if I like the isolations much better or not. Like sometimes, like Gabby and I were talking, we were driving somewhere the other day, and she's like, "Mom, remember when the world like it was COVID and everything was shut down and we were driving? It was like only us on the oh, road." Yeah. <laughs> like I remember I like, driving I to work to Royal, and like there was no cars on the road, and it was the best thing ever. Yeah, like no traffic, nobody. She's like, and then she brought up, she's like, remember when you were wiping groceries down with Clorox wipes and wore a paint? I was crazy. I had a paint suit, like an actual painter's white. I would wear it to the store with my mask, and then I had goggles. So, so you nothing looked was like, getting me. Okay. Nothing was getting me. Whatever helps you sleep at night. I looked like I was going in, like an investigator, like one of the people. Going like, into yeah, a crime going scene? Going into a crime scene, like not going to spread any DNA. <laughs> funny so i think a lot of people struggle this time of year and obviously we Mm -hmm. touched on last week and we know that it's a whole other episode in and of itself but like the way that your parents can trigger you is so much more um i don't know what the word is not unfiltered but that it's so much like of a knee-jerk reaction to just react the way you did as a kid like and you're instantly back, like you were saying in the last episode, you're instantly back to that age. Well, and you can't filter. And then it's like, you, you, once you're in, I'm always like, I'm in too deep. I'm not stepping out. Like, I am like, like. Committed. I, I'm, I'm just exactly. going to keep it going. I can hear myself and I'm like, this is ridiculous. Rain it in. And then I'm like, nope, already too far. It's not stopping. There's no stopping me now. Oh, man. <laughs> it's so true, though. It's bizarre how. And my kids, same. Like, my 17-year-old, I can see it. And actually, I can see, I know how to needle her, too, to get her to flip, which yeah. my parents, I know my mom does to oh, me. Yes, like, parents definitely know that. It's it's one of the great gifts of parenthood is loving your child so much, and then when they're being irritating, you're like, gonna slow here, gonna, like, needle, gonna get you. Like... It's and then it backfires, but it is funny for say. like a whole minute and a half when you're doing it. For a solid thirty seconds, and mm-hmm. then it's uh, back to hell. So I think that what I wanted to touch on, since we're dealing with like how this time of year is difficult, right? It's mm-hmm. so hard to 
stay in your lane on where you're going, where you want to go. And then you have the added pressure of the bullshit New Year's, whatever, like, which is stupid because I would prefer anyone I work with even, like, clients and I tell friends like why don't you just start it in July like it's got it's got more meaning at least in July if you're attempting to make these changes than January 1 of or like the resolution which I hate that word even but like start now why are well, you waiting? yeah you know? but like you know if you're gonna have this epiphany like let's not force ourselves to have an epiphany for January 1st let's like really think on it mm-hmm. and like go in the direction which you're called yeah, yeah like organically Mm -hmm. not because ads and the world is telling you to make your resolutions right no i agree i like that because i just i it's so stupid i've never been a a resolution person really you clearly never had weight to lose because my for like 15 years of my life every year i was like i'm gonna lose 10 pounds start a diet although typically i will say i i agree with the people that do the no booze january or like Mm -hmm. the detox cleanse thing because it's not just booze for the month of December. It's like all the fucking sugar so much, and yeah. gluten and sodium. And like, it's so much just it's like detox. Yeah. yeah like get it all like out of your body. Like, so I don't disagree with doing something like that, but nobody sticks. I used to hate being at the gym when I belonged to Lifetime. Cause it was like, it's I would go all year round and then you'd go January. Mm-hmm. You cannot get a parking spot. You cannot get to the classes. And then the most annoying thing ever is by like the middle of February, nobody else, nobody's coming anymore. Yeah. At least you have the space back. Got the gym back. Well, right. But it, I like the gyms push that timeline. So although I did read an article and I was kind of excited, it was like 2020 it's from Pinterest, like business. But like one of the things they're saying is um, video centered and like, gym-centered workouts are going out of style. People are going to do, like, rogue, solo, like, outdoor, more type workouts, like, more natural working out type things. Which I was like, interesting. Very interesting. I like that. I think it's a good flow. Like, I thought gyms were getting a little too big for their britches to begin with. I mean... Yeah. I've never been a big gym person. No. I was a big gym person after my divorce, and... um, I met, like, a lot of... I actually... There was, like, a great little community of women and stuff that I met there that we would do things and go places, and it, like, was almost more of, like, a social circle. Um, It was, like, super supportive. So there's good and bad. I think Mm -hmm. little gyms more so than the big ones. The community aspect, yeah. But I... uh, I'm, gyms are not my vibe anymore. I mean, I like, like, the bar classes where Mm -hmm. if we go barcode, I like that place. I like... um, Hot works, which <laughs> we have yet to go to. But we have a membership. We've been paying for this membership for how many months and have not gone? Three. Story of our lives. Mm-hmm. Quite literally. Um, barcode I like. Get My daughter's been doing this yoga Y6 place that she is, like, obsessed with. She comes back, That's like... the one in the village, right? Dripping in sweat. Like, and I mean... This is a 17-year-old who's played volleyball. She's very fit, can run, run, mm-hmm. like, all kinds of stuff. And she is, like... It's hot yoga, but even when it's not hot, it's still like 80 or something. And they do, they have like the cardio ones and they use the infrared and then it's got music. Boom, boom, boom. Oh, that's boom. cool. Yeah, it's cool. So we can get another membership somewhere and not use it? <laughs> yeah, yes. Or try it. I just was meaning, like, my point is, is if I was going to join another situation, It'd it would be one like of that. those places for oh, sure. That sounds cool. So, so healing, <laughs> holidays. 
Yeah, yeah, I know. I'm trying to look. I hate when we have our phones on episodes because then we're both like, when I watch the videos, I'm like, oh, look at us looking at our phones while we're on the video. But typically it's looking at notes. Yeah. It's not not, like we're not not texting or accurate. Unless my kid's being annoying, and sometimes that is the case. But um, I think like there's having a trauma informed lens, anybody, whether you're a professional or not, even if it's for yourself, Mm -hmm. having a trauma informed lens about what triggers you what could affect you, what maybe, even it's like foresight, like like looking at an evening, it's what I do with drinking, right? Like mm-hmm. 11 years sober is what I do. Like I sort of play the evening out of my head, like should I drive myself or can Jeff and I like riding in a car with someone else? I don't really ever have the urge to drink, but I still plan as if something could trigger right. me and in a second I'm making a bad decision. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that like looking for potential minefields and uh, yeah. you know like IED explosions, like and trying to divert yourself accordingly. But I think having a really an informed lens is important for the holiday season and a plan. Yeah, a plan for sure. Mm-hmm. For sure, you have some plans in action, right, for holidays? I forget. Are you going to Ohio or? I have not had that conversation yet. I have no idea. My Literally kids no think idea. that you're having Christmas morning with us. So. <laughs> I like how it's just like yeah, a, Paisley's a, a got a whole plan for the sleepover <laughs> for where you're sitting, like where we're sitting and, and opening gifts. Like it's a whole thing. Yeah, I've been um, doing a good job of avoiding that conversation because I am somebody who I really I do not like the holidays. I can't. I would really rather just skip over I them, hate, sleep through them. Hate, hate them. I can't. Like I don't have a tree up. I don't really know if I plan on putting a tree up. Like. Not, I'm not a holiday person. However, that is because of, for like trauma. And let's talk about something. <laughs> oh God. Anna and I, I bought. We got her ornaments last year that are so single woman cute, like they adorable. She has a tree. She needs a new tree, and some of them are going on sale. But it's very simple to put up a fake tree. I put here. Here's the thing. You guys, my house. I'm going to post pictures in the show notes. This last week, I have no house. I have no house. This is a basement apartment. I'm living in a studio basement apartment of my home. Thank God that we have a walkout basement with a kitchen and running water and a full bath. My upstairs, the walls are down. It's literally drywall is off now. It's to the studs. (laughs) Every single room in my house. And walking through it, I'm like, oh, my God. How crazy are we to do this starting in December? And then, but you know what? Made it work. Put the, I put this, I have a smaller tree that I mm-hmm. normally put like in my entryway that's my tree. It's got more fancier ornaments and stuff. It's like my tree. So I put that up. And then we have outside lights in the backyard this year. We didn't put them on the front so that we can see them like yeah. around our patio. I put my wreath on the back door that we're at, like trying to make it feel for my kids like mm-hmm. as normal as possible. Um, but I hear I was not able to get in the mood until I put the tree up. Well, I didn't put the tree up. The elves brought the tree. Mm-hmm. Yes, the elves. And they did find it perfectly in my holiday closet. <laughs> bring it up. <coughs> um, but I was not able to get in the mood even without my mm-hmm. twinkle. Like once I turn the lights on and I have like some garland hanging like up on the drop ceiling of the <laughs> thing. Like once I have them on and I'm like sitting in there and like we were watching I don't know some kid Christmas movie with Paisley and I was like. It's like, yeah, it feels like Christmas. Like, Like I can, like, kind of, like, relax and celebrate a little. Yeah. Well, I, one, the tree that I have is old, 
and it, it sheds a lot, right? And okay. also, I have to put lights on it. It's not a pre-lit, which is a pain in the ass. I fucking yeah, yeah, yeah. hate putting lights on a tree. So that's one issue. Second issue is I have a kitten who likes to destroy everything, and I know for a fact that he will be all up in there and will probably knock it down. And I also don't feel like dealing with that. Why don't you get the ones that you see where people put their fake trees, just the poles, and then the top portion? I feel like that looks dumb. It's so funny. It's funny, but I think it looks dumb. Why don't you hang it from the ceiling? Also looks dumb. I like it upside down. I think it's cute. A, a good vibe. But I also, um, the little, my littles are, have no interest in my tree, which I'm shocked. Yeah. Shocked about. Peter's too fat to like it, <laughs> but like, um, Patricia, I'm surprised. You know what? I'm giving him Meow Joanna because all the noise from the knocking the walls out, literally all... F- so it's my family, the four of us. And then it's my four pets plus the fish. <laughs> a dog and three cats yes. plus the fish. Mm-hmm. Gil, it matters to me well, at least. Yeah. I was like, somebody get the fish tank. <laughs> like, carrying it down. Can't forget the I fish. I saved the fish's life. It almost died two years ago. It had ammonia. Its nose was red. It had like some weird ammonia poisoning. And I single-handedly saved that fish. And it's still alive today. She's because pretty of proud of it. Clearly. I am. Because it's a fish. I mean, I, every time that you go out of town and I'm left to take care of your animals, it's the fish that I'm terrified of killing. Gilly guy. Just every is, time I'm like, if I kill this fish, like I can't get, like, he I like gets why, me. He but, like vibes around and like looks at us. Like he's just like floating into the zone, man. He just understands. <laughs> I can't explain it. <laughs> oh, so I have all the animals on top of my family and the tree and the garland, but the, even the cats, really, they're not, like, they're, they were kind of interested when I was putting it up, and I was like, get away from this tree. And then they were like, whatever, not into it. Yeah, but this is our second Christmas. Yeah, but not really. Yeah. Go get them Christmas Day last year. But they were around my tree. Yeah, for two days. And then you didn't take your Christmas tree down right away, right? Well, I take it down by the first week of January, yeah. I don't leave See, that's up. the other reason why I don't feel like putting it up, because it's basically like, I feel like it's only going to be up for a couple of weeks, and then I just am lazy. Everyone, we're going to put a poll up on how many people think it would make in it. Here, then put a wreath up. You don't have to put a tree up. You could do something to be festive. I just am not feeling it. I don't want to. <laughs> well, I'm going to make you. I'm going to bring over some stuff to make it festive. I just really am not feeling the vibe. But this is depressing. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why. I just... Talk about triggered. (laughs) So normally... This is depressing me. You have to have the lights. The lights have to be on. Normally I'm not feeling... But like for some reason, like I'm extra not feeling it this year. Well, like, I'm feel feeling like extra scroogey. But you're agoraphobic now. I am not agoraphobic. <laughs> I'm not afraid to leave my house. She's I choose not to leave my house. There's a difference between being afraid She's and choosing. She's agoraphobic. Yeah, but you think that it's a choice, but really it's not. It is you're a like, choice. Oh, someone wants me to come out. I can't. I want to cancel. <laughs> <laughs> it's a choice. It's a choice of I'm not canceling. wanting to. Because I can't leave my apartment. I don't, I don't want to get ready and leave my apartment. I pay a lot of money for my rent. So you better fucking believe that I am going to get my money's worth. I can vibe with that. Just saying. And also, I like my apartment. 
and I like my cats. Do you think that Christmas decorations trigger people, though, like in a negative way? I feel like it's kind of impossible. And here, I am not like some Holly Holly homemaker, like, that's like, you know, Hallmark movie with cookies and mm-hmm. like trying, like, I'm very much like, but to me, I just remember being a kid and like the magic of like a Christmas tree. It still does yeah, it to me. If I sit in the dark, me. like, and I, I put the tree like, on, I get like, I calm and do excited. like the vibe of like in the mornings or at night, right? The tree's lit and it's like dark. Like that does look nice. It's peaceful. However, it's a lot of effort. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I mean, we celebrated Christmas, but it wasn't ever like holidays for us. I feel like weren't ever a huge thing. And also, obviously, there was a lot of just family issues in general that for me, holidays are they just give me anxiety. Like and as soon as I know holidays are approaching, I get instant anxiety and I would just rather skip over them. Mm. There's a couple of years where I had like bad like there was one. Like, the Christmas, the year my sister died, she died in the summer, but my parents, like, it's the one thing I wish they would have done differently. Like, I normally don't scrutinize or, like, go over, like, why did you do that type of thing, but this is, like, the one thing that I'm, I, like, have never been able fully to, like... Let go of. Yeah, because it really fucked with me, because my family has always celebrated, and my aunt always had this huge Christmas Eve, and it was, like, we did these skits, and it was, like... um my family, right? Mm-hmm. And then Christmas Day at my aunt's house. And, and in fact, like, it got to the point, because my mom's family was smaller, like, my grandpa and my aunt, like, they would all come to my dad's sisters, like, too. So it was, mm-hmm. like, my whole family all together. Yeah, both sides. And um, anyways, the first year my parents, we went to um, the Florida Keys, because my mom, like, couldn't do it. And I understand, here, I understand her not being able to do it. But looking back, like, if you were going to make it different, then you should just left me with, like, Aunt Judy. Like, mm-hmm. you know, and I could have... Had Because I think for me, the normalcy of, like, even the void with my sister gone, and if my parents were gone still, like, just the normal, every, like, Mm -hmm. thing that we did, like, I don't know. To me, that's one thing that, like, really messed with me. So we never, and we never did it again, Mm because I was, like, Mm -hmm. the next year, I'm, like, I am not leaving. Yeah. I was pissed off. I didn't get to be Santa. Like, I got mad at my cousin, because she, like, did stuff, like, you know. Yeah. So. Well, yeah, I mean. I think, yeah, my dad was still in our house um, last year, and I refused. I refused to do Christmas at his house because it was the house that I grew up in, and it was the house that my mom died in, and I just could not. So we did it here last year. Oh, yeah, that's right. Which was good. Also because I didn't have to drive to Ohio. But I get the, like, needing something to change, but... I also get still needing some semblance of like tradition or, yeah. you know. Well, and particularly with children, right? I think anyone well, yeah, with the child with trauma, like you've got to have like, like my kids, you know, even as annoyed as Gabriella gets at 17, like if something doesn't happen, she'll be like, wait a minute. Why are we we are planning on doing this, right? Like <laughs> gets like, and I'm like, yes. <laughs> I think because we've had this conversation about holidays before too. Like you said, it changes things. Even if you had a traumatic childhood and, like, you don't like holidays when you have kids, it changes things. It's like the magic is so – it's, like, the most incredible. It's like experiencing it again as when you were a kid. Like, because my parents – Santa was a big thing in my house. Santa kissed us, and, Mm -hmm. like, 
I fully, the magic I told you about when I got the rug pulled out from under me. But like. Ruined her life. Yes. There's kids in the car. I'm not talking about it. I'm still not over it. I got every single thing I was hopeful about from a little fairy and like everything what in one swoop. I woke up Christmas morning like, this is pointless. It's not the same. Um, But there is just having the magic of like, even, and I'll say it, Gabby never wanted to do the elf, so I never had to do this, the, the elf thing. Mm-hmm. Paisley, on the other hand, all of her friends had elves, so like she was hell-bent on getting an elf. And I'll tell you what, it makes it funner because yeah. it's every morning is magical. Like, <gasps> what did the elf do? Like, And yeah. she's running to check, and like and then she gets so excited, excited. for every morning seeing mm-hmm. what, what the elf did. Mm-hmm. And um, her behavior's better because the elf reports to Santa every day, like... I truly, I just, there's something so innocent. It's an innocence and mm-hmm. like the spirit of Christmas of what I deem, what I feel. And it's not about the gifts. It's yeah. about the magic of the it. Magic like when it snows the, yeah. and then they get excited because it's snowing Christmas mm-hmm. Eve and Santa's going to be able to go on the roof. Like everything about it feels magical with kids. Mm-hmm. So even in my christmas past that i like hated because like my sister died and then it was like it was like awkward it was just the three of us whatever like Mm -hmm. there were a lot of years that it was weird and then um you know i had gabby and that was like just changed it right everyone got excited again even my parents getting Mm -hmm. excited because my dad to this day if you don't ask santa and write a list to santa to santa like you're not getting gifts (laughs) santa doesn't deal with non-believers. Santa doesn't have time for it. Like, you, fully, this is what's happening. So, which I've always appreciated because he's like, you know, my dad's like, you get a car and you get a car. And he does like yeah. the Christmas story where every year he's like, well, how did you have a good Christmas? You happy with everything you got? And you're like, yeah. And you'll like wait for something else to come out and then it doesn't. But then like after we're eating breakfast, like he wheels out whatever you know, it is some he like super thing. wanted. Yeah. And everyone's like, you're like, ah. It's like super fun. Yeah, I have like taken that on with my kids, so which I'm happy about because it feels good to like. I try and get a picture of their faces, yeah, yeah, right when they figure it out. So Mm -hmm. it's usually it's fun. Yeah. Well, I don't have kids, so no. Still, we could do it with your cats, maybe. (laughs) Yes, because my cats give two shits. But you, you know, here, here's the thing. Regardless of how you feel. If you, even with your family, right? Because you have friends who are family. You have friends you can choose to be family, right? Mm-hmm. That's what people call it, like be around and spend time with. Um, I think a plan of action is always making sure that you have the connection on that date. Because I do think that Christmas is about love, ultimately, not the gifts. Um, in fact, I ironically, because I'm kind of like things, um, I prefer to give gifts on Christmas oh, for sure. way more than I like to open gifts. Same. So I like super get super excited about everybody opening my gifts and um because I'm really thoughtful and really good at it. Um not to toot my own horn or anything, not I would keep up the, the record going. But um I I really do enjoy like giving gifts, but I think that n- I do feel like nobody should be alone. Like it's a it is a more lonely, it adds to your trauma, in my opinion. This is not a professional opinion. It's just mm-hmm. my personal opinion. It adds more fuel to that pain and that suffering and that trauma when you just sit alone like, mm, I hate Christmas. 
Hmm. Well, I'm not sitting alone no, like I'm that. I'm not going anywhere. It's just <laughs> like, like smoking <laughs> a cigarette in the dark. Is that how you envision me? <laughs> it's just anybody like just sitting sad. Like here, it, no matter where you go, even if it's just for two hours, like don't be alone. Yeah. It creates, cultivates connection, which is what we're all about. Yes. So uh, connect for <laughs> on Christmas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here, don't let your trauma override the potential joy of a holiday season that it can bring to you. You can make different traditions. You can do different things. You can go look at lights. Like, I love to look at, like, drive around. Some of these places around us are pretty fancy. Oh, yeah. And driving through the neighborhoods with, like, Christmas carols playing and just looking at lights, like, makes me super happy. One, because I'm warm. I'm in my car. And (laughs) two, because it's pretty. Well, I think obviously like part of it's the trauma, but I think for me a lot of it is the family aspect. And because I struggle so much with family and because Christmas is such a family holiday, mm-hmm. it just makes it so much harder. And then you're just kind of left like, I don't know if I want to, I, I want to say lost, but like you. S- well, you did run into last year and we're going to run out of time here because we're going to cut off, but you, um, you did try to like recreate like your mom's well, all this stuff, and I was like, "Why are you doing that? Like, you're just adding to your your pressure." Because you know, prior you had pushed back and had mm-hmm. some distance, yes, in little bit of kinks in this the relationship. So it's not like, and you were like hell bent on no, I have to do this, I have mm-hmm. to make this, I have to make this, and I'm like Anna, you're like way pressuring yourself like to. You're not your mom, and she's mm-hmm. not here anymore. It's different. Yeah. Let it be different. Well, now I'm doing the complete opposite, and yeah. I'm like, don't want to do anything. Precisely. So. <laughs> Precisely. <laughs> if it, yeah, clearly still, you know, not healed. It's okay and to not be the, healed. Yeah. Uh, in here, I would, I guess you just, the only way to walk through it is to walk through it. The only way to get through it and to grow from it and to, he, and to actually have some of evolution from it in, in your soul is to go through the motions. Mm-hmm. One year you're cooking things from scratch. One year you're saying, fuck it, I'm not doing anything. <laughs> yeah. Next year maybe you're doing a little sprinkle of blood. Maybe it'll be so yeah, like right. Just adding it in like like the salt guy. Yes. Going, you know? Yeah. Um, but I do think that allowing a painful experience to get in the way of a day that could be beautiful just because of the people then don't spend time with those people. Find people who bring you joy and spend time with them. Yeah, which is good, but I think it's still, like, it doesn't it doesn't take away from, like, there's still, like, that hole there because you know that, like, you should be with your family. No, no, no. It's Do not should on yourself. But, but that's a, a negative. Yeah. That's not a, actually, that's, like, a very broken thought process, actually. No. We know I still have. Them, I mean, so. that's like you don't should on yourself ever. That's not a good. And then I go down the hole. I mean, we could totally <laughs> feeling like we're gonna need a session. And um, no, like so here. That's she brought up a very like a valid guilt loop that people fall into. But when you set proper boundaries and allow yourself to recognize that, like how people react to what you're doing is none of your business. It doesn't matter. And like, no, you don't have to should be anywhere mm-hmm. ever in any circumstance, holiday, not holiday, never. I should be there. 
Never. Yeah. Unless maybe you're, I'm trying to think, there really isn't a kid event that you know you should, you're a parent, like whatever. That's probably the only thing I would green light to say that to. Mm-hmm. Like every other thing is not relevant. Yeah. Not relevant to you. There are tons of people who move across the country, right? Like my cousin um, moved to Park City. I had an aunt who lived in Phoenix. So they left like our family here. So I learned as a kid when we would go visit them, like, oh, they like create these communities, these people that migrate out west from like mm-hmm. the Midwest or from the East Coast. They like have these little communities and they create these little holiday traditions that are similar to the ones back home, but they're not because they don't live in the state, you know? Mm-hmm. And, um, I just so I think I've always been able to feel like you can bring a piece of that feeling of whatever was joyful in your holiday experience wherever you are. Yeah. Without feeling shitty about anything. Yes. <laughs> I mean, you shouldn't have you should not have to be anywhere with a certain people who make you uncomfortable who you're dealing with your own personal shit with right now like that's ridiculous. And to sit and feel bad because you should be somewhere and, and what, tolerate complete uncomfortable, come back and be de- debilitated for a month because of it? Right. It, that should not happen. So if anything, some other adult in your family should tell another person to F off and not show up. I mean, if you're going to play it, I'm just yeah. playing like the other side of it. Like, that's not fair. You always do that, though. Anna, 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 always, 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 always sweeping yourself like a little piece, like, you know, doormat. Yes. That's what I do. But you bring a lot of joy to your family that I'm sure that they do miss when you're not there. Your dad, in particular, I think enjoys your company. He laughs all the time when he's with you, like, thinks you're funny. You guys, like, get along real well. Yeah. And have created a really different relationship than before your mom died. Mm-hmm. That I think is a beautiful relationship. Yeah. I do. He sends you cards. Your dad does things that are so thoughtful. Like, it really has become this really beautiful relationship in your adult life. Mm-hmm. It sucks that it took the circumstances it did to get to where it is. But it is beautiful. And it's evolved into something. That I did not think we were capable of having. Right. Yeah. No, it's been good, for sure. And it's okay to celebrate just that. Right. Without dragging the rest of it in. Yeah. Family's complicated. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Thanks for coming to my therapy session. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, anyways, happy holidays. We got to get off. It's 34 minutes, and we know that nobody listens after 12. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know if anyone's going to listen to the randomness that was this. I feel like we do good with random, though. People dig us on a random vibe. Yeah. Maybe not. Let us know. <laughs> Give us some feedback. We'll come back next week and actually we'll touch on parents and the triggers. Like, and I actually, we're going to touch on the shooting on yourself during oh, yeah, I've got a lot these of, moments, a lot of particularly holidays, because mm-hmm. I think that's probably a pretty common thing a lot of people feel. So, oh, yeah, it's the guilt. It's the, um, yeah, it's the guilt. Guilt is a time waster. So, yeah. same with worrying. But so, anyways. We're going to talk about that next week. Uh Write that down when we get off this so that we remember it. (laughs) Okay, noted. (laughs) All right, everyone have a good week. Don't uh, go off on people in grocery store lines, and definitely don't be a renegade on the road. You don't need to be a hero. (laughs) Run a little late. Don't get a ticket. Yes. See you guys next Monday. Bye. Bye.